Hello and welcome to Fanby Daily for August 19th, 2020. I am your host, editor-at-large for Fanby.com, John Warren. How are you? I hope you're well. We're halfway through the week and I'm here to take you through the news and games entertainment in less than 10 minutes. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has had a really, really rough development. We've seen delays and framey trailers and huge expectations put on a game with a beloved predecessor despite a disastrous launch. Now comes the news that lead narrative designer Brian Mitsoda and creative director Kai Clooney were both fired from those positions in a joint decision made by developer Hardsuit Labs and publisher Paradox Interactive. The two studios announced that veteran Alexandre Mandrika would be joining the team as a consultant after work on the original Assassin's Creed, Ghost Recon Warfighter, and Splinter Cell Double Agent. Paradox said in a statement, quote, These changes to the team are focused on one thing, to bring you the best possible Vampire the Masquerade game. We will share further updates as they occur, end quote. Mitsoda made a statement to Rock Paper Shotgun saying, quote, this came as a sh- That this came as a shock to me is underselling it. I've worked on Bloodlines 2 for almost five years. The story and main cast was initially conceived in my living room. I helped develop the pitch for Hardsuit Labs and helped pitch the project to Paradox in Las Vegas. I've been in charge of the narrative since the beginning, working long days and sometimes weekends to deliver a successor to Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, and I've never been led to believe that I hadn't succeeded." Wow. Bloodlines 2 is coming to PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One in 2021 after numerous delays. After The Guardian posted a story about a previously unreported letter from female Rocksteady staff to leadership accusing the developer of not preserving the safety of their workplace, Rocksteady published what they say is an unsolicited letter from current female staff, some of who were involved in the original letter from 2018. The new letter, uh, these staff members say, uh, Rocksteady did respond to the 2018 letter by materially working on the issues raised in the note and that the story in The Guardian was not run by current staff before going public, causing what they say is a violation by publicizing what they had hoped would be kept private. Whew, okay. Uh, We will continue to follow the story through the weekend and on Saturday when their game Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League is revealed at DC Fandom. Speaking of Fandom, the 24-hour event has been expanded from one day in August to an additional day in September. The planned major livestream events this coming Saturday won't change, it appears, so you'll still get panels for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, The Batman, and new game reveals from Rocksteady and WB Montreal. The September event will apparently be an on-demand-based event where users can curate their own fan experience. Um, The more niche panels, retrospectives, and interviews initially planned for this weekend will likely move to that event in September. A Guatemalan retailer listed a Prince of Persia remake for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch for release this November. Ubisoft still owns the IP for this franchise, and no announcements have been made today. Uh, That listing is uh, gone, though. (laughs) Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War received a teaser trailer today, implying, strangely, that every single problem the United States has ever had in the past 50 years has been because of a Russian sleeper agent. Um, uh, It is a weird trailer. No gameplay was shown, but I'm sure we'll see a bunch of tone-deaf, high-octane gameplay soon enough. Sea of Thieves got its August update this week, adding a shark hunting event where players can collect shark teeth to unlock uh, ship cosmetics. There are new time challenges for crews, as well as a really cool sounding feature that claims to translate voice chat in foreign language to text in your language. We have not tested that feature out yet, but it sounds rad. 
IGN reported this morning that Halo Infinite's delays might be partially to blame on COVID-19, but also apparently on increased use of outsourced labor and distractions stemming from the Halo television show. While it's normal for a large AAA game to use third-party satellite studios to offload tasks for development, in Halo Infinite's case, that load is much higher than what is perceived as normal, creating structural and communication problems for developers. Uh, in addition, the aforementioned upcoming TV show is apparently a priority for the team in tandem with Infinite, causing the team to jump from project to project without much focus. 343 has yet to comment on the report. Finally, uh, the first episode of HBO's Lovecraft Country aired on Sunday. You can read our review from Gretchen, Fel Gretchen Felker Martin over on fanbyte.com, as well as an excellent piece about how the show asserts black humanity from Teo Adewole. If, uh, if you missed it and don't have an HBO Max subscription, then you're in luck. HBO uploaded the first episode called Sundown for free on HBO.com and YouTube. I've not seen anything quite like it on TV, and uh, I immediately fell in love with several of its characters. I think you should check out that show. Uh, it's got a lot of potential. That is it for Fanbyte Daily. Thanks for hanging out. Come back again tomorrow. And in the meantime, please check out our great shows over at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. Y'all have a good one.